visible with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, staff. Uh, roll call, please. Yeah. Uh, President Ruiz is uh, absent with uh, the cause. Uh, Vice President Hom here. Uh, board members Teague here. Sahiba present. Ariza present. Cisneros and Curtis here. We have a quorum. I believe uh, board member Cisneros is also excused. Or. Yeah, are we expecting her? I, or, yeah. I am. We thought she was coming. She oh, okay. Late. Okay. Well, she might come a little later. Um, any agenda changes? None from staff. None from the board. Okay. Um, now is the time for non-agenda public comments. So anyone may speak for three minutes regarding any item that are as not on the agenda tonight. Anyone in the audience? Uh, we don't have any speakers. No speakers. No speakers, okay. Okay, we'll move on to the consent calendar item. Consent calendar item, we have two items. One is the draft minutes of February 27th, and also a um, item for conditional use permit at 1913 Park Street, Triumphant President Hall. Church, Life Church. I would like to pull the agenda item, please. Okay, which one? The, the agenda, the minutes, I'm sorry. The other item, uh, staff indicated they were c continuing it to a next meeting. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So that's not on the, oh, sorry. Yeah, that's the next item. Okay, pulling the, the minutes. So based on, I think, reading the procedures from last time, we'll consider the minutes at the end of the meeting. At the end of the regular. End of the regular. Or something like that. Okay. End of, uh, end of our public items. Okay. So we'll pull the uh, minutes and it'll be heard uh, after item 6B, no, 5B, sorry. Mm -hmm. So there's no agenda items, or no uh, consent calendar items. So now we can move into the regular agenda items. Oh, 4B um, regarding uh, 1413 Park Street has been continued to May 8th uh, for, the, for the next planning board meeting. So we're moving forward to agenda item. Oh, hey. uh, wanted to note that board member Cineros has just arrived at 7.03. Thank you. And regular agenda item 5A is um, uh, regarding Alameda Point Block 10, parcel map uh, 11349. So staff, and I provide a presentation. Yes, thank you, uh, Vice President Hom. Uh, my name is David Sablon um, with the Planning Division. And uh, tonight, uh, item 5A is, uh, is the parcel map number 11349 uh, to subdivide a, a parcel block 10 within the uh, Alameda Point Site A uh, development. Um, and so uh, in 2017, this city, um, well, first, uh, are you able to see the, the screen? Uh, yes. Yes, okay. Um, yeah, our projectors. Oh, it's working. Yeah. Um, yeah, so in 2017, uh, the most recent version of uh, our yeah, Side A uh, development plan was adopted. Uh, block 10 uh, was, uh, was originally uh, uh, identified as commercial uh, with a large public uh, uh, plaza in the middle. Uh, last year, uh, the 
in response to the increased uh, regional housing needs allocation. Um, uh, site A was uh, the max number of residential units was increased, and as, as part of that, uh, Block 10 itself was uh, redesignated uh, for uh, up to 189 uh, residential units, with uh, 90 of or 179. I'm sorry, with uh, 90 of them being uh, affordable. Um, so here, here's kind of a close of of that change in the development plan. Um, and so site A development phasing has, is in three phases. Uh, phase one uh, is shown here. It's pretty much uh, between West Atlantic Avenue and Coronado Avenue. Um, phase two is, is pretty much everything north of Coronado Avenue. And then um, phase, phase three is uh, everything south of West uh, Atlantic Avenue. Um, within phase one, um, this is... Uh, you know, block six, seven, eight, and nine have already been built. Uh, block 11 itself um, has been approved, but uh, permits have not been pulled. And so what remains is uh, uh, block 1A, which is uh, down uh, south of West Atlantic Avenue by Main Street and block 10. Um, and so, yeah, so the, the action tonight would be to approve or recommend approval of the parcel map, um, which would... Uh, uh, subdivide the property and, and allow um, the, the multi the affordable housing project on the south end to be uh, to be transferred so that the applicant can uh, apply for uh, grant funding um, so staff recommendation for tonight is to hold a public hearing and approve the resolution recommending city council approve a uh, parcel map uh, 11349 um, if uh, that's pretty much the presentation if, if you have any questions uh, uh, I'm here to answer okay Thank you, staff. Um, at this point, clarifying questions from board members. Uh, board member Curtis? Yeah, this, is the developer here tonight? Uh, no, I oh. do not see them. Well, my question is re regarding to 10A and 10, 10B. Um, within that phasing, are both 10A and 10B going to be built concurrently? My concern is that if it's, if it's phased so that 10 a is built before 10b uh, I think it would be better to have 10b done first and have the low-cost housing available before the other or they built be built simultaneously and if they don't plan to do that I would we'll go on to later but that was my question I are the two lots going to be is construction going to be done concurrently or is it is it phased within 10a and 10b there is not a city requirement that one go before the other however the um, having we've been discussions with the developer um, the the back half of the of the block the affordable housing is on the front the market rate is on the back the market rate housing is not moving forward at this time due to the uncertainty with interest rates the reason they're moving this parcel map forward quickly though is because the affordable housing project which relies on public financing um, is not being slowed down by the economy. In fact, a, m a number of our affordable housing projects here in Alameda are moving forward while the market rate ones are uh, delayed. So we anticipate and are trying to set this up so that the affordable on the front side of the block, the southern portion, can go first. This is out of order, but is there, any, is there anything wrong with making that a condition of the of the 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 um, 
in the approval? Um, I th it would be problematic because there, I mean, I, the, we have a whole bunch of timing requirements within the existing agreements. Okay, good enough. And the affordable housing, this, all that housing that David showed you in phase two can't go until this block and this affordable goes first, so. Thank you, Andrew. Um, Board Member Teague. Thank you. David, could you go back one slide? There we go. Uh, no, go back to, you had a perfect slide that illustrated my exact question in your presentation. It's there. Uh, 10A, 2.93, lot, the, the, it says 2.97 on the plot map. So it's 2.97 versus 2.93. The other one's 115, which is exactly the same. Where did the extra 1,800 square feet come from? My assumption is that uh, it was rounded up in the, in the development plan, which is less specific than the map itself. Well, 9.3 is not rounded up. 9.3 is 0.04 less. Yeah, it's so it's, yeah. it's not a rounding error. Are you concerned about the size of the parcels? I, I, there's the discrepancy okay. between the, the what we approved last year and what we saw and what we see on the parcel map. And I, I would just like staff to go double check and find out why there is a discrepancy. Uh, you know, maybe it was incorrectly done on the developer agreement. It was a typo kind of thing. Uh, I don't know, but given that we are being constrained and guided by the developer agreement, and the discrepancy is on 10A. 10A, where. The market housing. Yeah. What I would, we will double check it. Okay, but that's, I think it's, that's all I'm asking, uh, questioning, because it's like everything else is exactly the right number, and it's like, why is that one different? Mm -hmm. That's. That answers your question. Okay. Thanks. Any other uh, board clarifying questions at this point before we open up the public hearing? Okay, um, staff, we'll open up the public hearing. Are there anyone in the audience wishing to speak on this item? Uh, we have no speaker slips. No speaker slips. What about uh, virtually? Uh, Any speakers? Uh, no, nobody. No speakers? Yeah. Okay. So we'll close the public hearing and at this point open up for board discussion and motion. Uh, board member Teague. Thank you. Thank you, David, uh, Andrew, um, and board member Curtis. That developer agreement has all of uh, everything in the universe specified and that actually defines what we can and can't do. Um, this parcel map is indeed following what we approved last year, and uh, I will be supporting it. Um, David, would you bring up page 11? Everybody just first look at the difference between, when we get slides like this, it is deceptive in that they are actually not to scale. So the 10A, 10B, you know, 10B is actually like one quarter of the parcel and, and 10A is three quarters. 
you know, so when I look through something like this, I look at it and go, oh, okay, that looks reasonable. If I'd looked at the numbers and done the math, I would have seen that it had been different. So in the future, it'd be great if we, ha you know, didn't have this, because I was, when I looked at this, I had an immediate personal re reaction that this doesn't seem very equitable to say 25% of the land for the affordable, 75% for the market. It's different densities, I totally get it, uh, but it means that we're building smaller, same number of units almost, smaller units for the affordable, much smaller, larger for the market. But that pays for the affordable, so I totally understand it. Uh, I just was thinking more like a third, two-thirds kind of thing. But we, def we defined what it was. We, as a planning board, and then the city council approved it as 1.15, 2.9. So it just, this diagram is the one I most likely saw and didn't realize that there was a difference. You know, I would have preferred slightly larger units for the affordable if possible. But we need to get the housing done and I will be supporting this. Thank you. Any other uh, discussion from staff or, uh, or from board members? Okay, um, a motion? Yeah, I, okay. I will move that we recommend that the city council accept this parcel map as given with the, I, I don't think we need to have the provision that they're gonna double check the number because uh, they just need to double check the number. Okay, with that, uh, Understanding, do we have a second of Board Member Teague's motion? I'll second it. Okay, Board Member Ariza seconds the motion. So, uh, roll call, please, staff. Uh, Vice President Hom. Uh, aye. Uh, board Members Teague. Aye. Sahiba. Aye. Ariza. Aye. Cisneros. Aye. Uh, Curtis. Aye. Motion approves. Okay, motion approved um, unanimously. So we have a uh, next item is item 5B, which is 2023-3004 is a design review of Rika Park Golf Course Fire Tower Beautification Project located at 1 Matlin Drive, um, at Island Drive and the Clubhouse Memorial Road. So uh, staff presentation. Yes. Um, Andrew Thomas, uh, Planning Building Transportation Director. Uh, this is a simple design review for a city-owned fire, old abandoned city hall, uh, excuse me, City of Alameda Fire Tower located on the golf course, um, uh, Chuck Rica Golf Course. As, as, a pro, uh, as a requirement in the current lease, the lessee, Greenway Golf, is required to uh, do a mural on the building um, and improve the building overall as well as the surrounding landscape. So as you saw in your packet, there is a, um, a proposal to um, create a landscaped area around the base of the um, structure uh, that can be used um, for workshops, small gatherings, um, class, outdoor classes, and then they propose to paint the structure um, and then have as part of the um, painting um, of the structure uh, apply this, paint this mural which will wrap around primarily on one side. The one side is facing the golf course. 
the side with the, which has the minimum amount of mural, but will all be painted in a more traditional, you know, walls and windows, uh, is the west-facing elevation C, which faces the neighborhood. Um, staff is recommending approval of this um, design review, um, and the Golf Commission also recommended approval. Um, the lease uh, requires that upon approval by the planning board, the lessee has six months to get started on the improvement. So I think staff and the Golf Commission are both anxious to move it along. Okay, thank you, Director. Um, any uh, clarifying questions from board members at this point? Um, board member Sahiba. Yeah, uh, um, thanks for the presentation. I just, my question was, is this now the final um, design of this? Uh, yes. Mural? Okay. And as far as um, the final design of the garden, are we approving that as well? And that, and yes. that, that will be connected to this work? Yes. It's okay. all one package of work. Okay. All right. That's my question. Thank you. Okay. Um, I have a question. Board member Ariza. Thank you for the presentation. I, I just have a clarifying question. Is, is there any use for the tower or is it just like a historic element? There is no use for the tower. Um, this was a negotiated item between the council and the lessee. Um, the there was uh, a, a lot of, a number of people just felt like, let's just get rid of the tower. Turns out it's more expensive than you would think to remediate and then demolish the, the structure. So after doing that analysis, it was decided, well, since it's so expensive to remove the tower, let's paint it. Hmm. Thank you. <laughs> um, board member Cineros. Um, yeah, quick uh, clarification question. Um, local edition creative, I, I guess they're the um, artists for the mural. I was curious how um, they were selected. Like, um, I don't know if it was like, um, an, I don't know, not an RFP, maybe an RFP or, um, yeah, I'm just curious if the um, applicant had any information about that. Yeah, it selection. was the the artist was not selected by the city, so it was the lessee who um, their responsibility was to develop a design and bring it to the golf commission and then ultimately to the planning board. So they went through their own selection process for the artist. Okay. Any other board questions? Um, board member Curtis, this question is regarding the mural. It, it shows examples of local edition creative murals, these psychedelic things that they're showing, and and the 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 green plant-like thing that's growing up on the side is that the final design for the mural? That is their final design for the mural. And this is approved. Well, it's not yet. <laughs> I mean, I, I gotta t I gotta tell you that a plane, from my perspective. Um, these designs, these designs are not very, are not, I don't think they're creative and I don't think that they add a lot to the building. In fact, I believe that they detract from the building. And, you know, and I'm a golfer and, and um, I don't see the, the, 
maybe I'm missing something, but uh, it, I think the design is not very good. And, and uh, if it, it, and which one is it? Is it the one of the, the plant going up like that or the purple thing coming up to the top or is it both? It's, it's all four. Yeah. It's wrapping around the four sides of the building. And then of course, if you look at the other page, L3, you'll see the building itself is getting completely painted. Well, the building, the that looks good. Right. But the mural, the mural detracts, in my opinion, rather than adds. Thank you. Any other clarifying questions? Oh, board member Sahiba. Uh, yeah, just a follow up, I think, to board member Curtis's question. Um, I know it's not approved yet, but you said the um, Golf Commission did approve it. Was there any commentary that would help um, um, describe their own stance? I, not a lot of conversation about the mural. I think their main issue is they want to move it along and be done. Um, I think your options tonight would be to approve it as is um, or to continue it and ask the applicant to come back with maybe one or two alternative mural concepts, um, if that's something you wish to do. Okay. And one, one, one more question. This, this did not have to go through the Arts um, No. Okay. No, it did not, the Arts Commission. Okay. And okay, board member <laughs> Teague. Teague. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just wanted to uh, ask a question of the city attorney uh, just to make sure that I'm understanding the situation. So there is an existing lease and there's a clause that says they shall do X, including do the landscaping, put a mural, et cetera. And really the planning board's role in this is to say, are they in compliance with their lease? Not otherwise, I mean, this is not a public art project. This is just a compliance with a lease term. Is that correct? That's correct. Thank you. So just a follow up um, question to the city attorney, just to understand exactly what our role is. So our role is not to review the art marrow as far as whether we like it or dislike it subjectively. Is that, am I understanding that? I think the, the mural and the design is subject to design review approval by the planning board. So I think there is some, some. input that you could okay. provide. Um, ultimately, it is the planning board's decision. Um, you know, the applicant does need to comply with this term of the lease, but there is interpretation. Okay, so it's within the scope of the design review application that, that for the planning board to either approve or deny or require redesign. That's correct. Okay, okay. I, I have a couple of questions, not related to the mural itself, just regarding some of the site improvements. Um, was, is there a detail regarding the fencing that's proposed to be surrounding the, um, the community space, which I actually think is a nice I addition. Think if you look at um, page L3, L3, south facing elevation B, gives you an indication of the fence design. LB, sorry, I might have got the wrong. L3. L3, L3. Yeah. page oh, okay. L3. Oh, okay. So it'll be basically like a, a picket, black uh, rod iron, like a picket fence 
type of look. Mm -hmm. Open picket fence look, okay. Um, and um, what about the paving material? Is it just asphalt or is it gravel or? I believe it's a concrete pad. Oh, concrete pad, okay. Uh, and yeah. Does it's it say that? Described here, um, gravel and mulch. Oh, okay. Surfacing. Do you see that on page uh, L2? L2, um, where the drawing is, sort of middle to the okay. right there. Mm -hmm. I guess typically when I see proposed for gravel paving, um, sometimes public works department has concern about cars coming in out of the lot, taking the gravel uh, out into the, into the travel way. Was there a discussion of maybe having a portion of the immediate driveway area paved? Well, this will not be for cars. Okay. This is just for just, pedestrians. Okay, so it's it a, won't be for There's any, no, yeah, there's, there's no this, parking. It's a very small landscaped area okay. surrounding the tower. Okay. Um, the idea was, my understanding from talking to the project designer and the and the applicant is the idea is the fencing serves two purposes: create an enclosed space to keep uh -huh. people away from the tower, um, unless you know sort of a controlled space. So they sort of, they tried to design it with landscaping, um, but also with that open area in the <laughs> middle, so they could put up mm -hmm. tables. They could be used for various kinds of uh, scheduled gatherings or mm -hmm. meetings. Okay, yeah. So, but yeah, the no car is going in and out though. Okay. It's just pedestrians. So what, what is, if say there's a community event, I realize it's not a large event, where, where, was, where would parking be It would be in the golf course parking lot. Course, 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 yeah, course. I mean, it's, honestly, it's not really, exp they, they wanted to enclose the space. They wanted to keep people away from the tower and graffiti and you know that sort of thing. Um, mm -hmm. They wanted to landscape it. That was part of the requirement. So um, when they the original plan, I don't know if you remember from six to nine months ago, it was fenced and then just a bunch of planter boxes. And so this idea of, well, wait a second, let's maybe try to create a space that could be used for small meetings or I don't know, elementary school class wants to go out there and have a class or something. Okay, okay, thanks. Um, if there's no other board clarifying questions, we can open up the public hearing. So staff, is the applicant uh, here to, to address he this? Okay, no, okay. Do we have any uh, public comments? Uh, no speakers. No speaker cards? No, okay. uh, and nobody online. Okay, then we'll close the public hearing, open up for board discussion. Board member scenarios. Sorry, I actually I, I have a question. Um, F, and sorry, uh, can you remind me why? Um, is there like an urgency for getting this approved? I, I know it's been the discussion's been going on for a while, um, but yeah, like it's uh, uh, it's it's not terribly time sensitive. Mm -hmm. If 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 the board would like to see, I mean to follow up on board member Curtis's 
comments on the, on the mural design. If yeah. I, I think the applicant would be more than happy to, I know they looked at a huge variety of different mural designs. Um, this is the ultimate one they chose. Um, but if you would like to see a different mural design or a couple options, I mean, I think there, I think from the applicant's perspective and also the golf commission's perspective, it's sort of, if we can move it along, that doesn't mean you have to do it tonight, but if we, if we sort of set up the thing with, hey, bring back three options, we'll pick one. We'll pick the one we like the best. It, you know, just, and if you had any thoughts on this particular version that you would like to see in a different form, um, you know, I think they would be more than happy to do that for the board, if that's something the board wants to see. I'll open up to some board comments. Uh, board member Sahiba. Yeah, just um, yeah. Thanks for the discussion. I, I guess this leads to another question um, before we make a motion. If anything wanted to come back, or like you described, some options, is that is it going back to the golf commission again? Uh, no. No. Okay, so they're they're fine with whatever gets approved. And I, and I guess the, in my mind, just as a discussion point, uh, the only urgency I probably see is that the neighborhood is seeing this as an eyesore and they want it to be cleaned up. <laughs> so I think that's probably, if there's urgency, it's a community, at least from my sense of, it's, it's a community situation. Talking to the applicant, um, which is Greenway Golf, right. they are still working on the north course. Right. They want to have this done when they open the north course. That's, that's the way they're seeing it. Mm -hmm. When we open that north course, we don't want the fire tower looking the way it looks yeah. today. Um, so that's not until spring of next year. Mm -hmm. So I think in terms of their timing, as long as we work within that window, um, I don't think they're gonna have a problem. Okay, any other oh, comments? Uh, board members, may I ask? I was gonna make a motion. Okay, uh, if sure. else. Um, uh, I, I think, yeah, we have the applicant come back with two other alternatives and we choose, it just seems like, yeah. Um, there's maybe some questions and pushback on the proposal as is, so, um, yes. Do you approve the rest of the plan? The only, the, in other words, we approve everything but the mural, and the mural is we'd like them to bring us three choices, and we will pick one. I don't have a strong opinion on the landscaping, so I don't know if others. I know there were some questions on that piece. Any, is the landscaping the, other than the mural? Is the rest of the site improvements? The staff find those I acceptable? Have a oh, board member Ariza. Just. So it's not a public space, really. It's like a fence space that you would have to schedule the right. use of it. As a member of the public, you could schedule it with the golf course. Right, correct. Yeah, and in terms of the landscaping, I just, if, when I call the applicant back and talk about the idea of the murals, I just would be nice to let them know, yeah, you're, you're done with the landscaping, we just wanna talk about the mural. Or if you're not done with the landscaping, I'd like, if you have concerns about the landscaping, I'd like to, you know, raise that with him as well so that he's prepared. Let's be clear, this is private property, not public space. Yeah, so just, yeah. they could rent it as private property to somebody, but it is not public. Mm -hmm. yeah. So. I don't have any problems with the landscaping. I think it's fine. 
Questions for board member Sahiba? Yeah, I just, um, yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't, I don't see any issues with the landscaping and, and I think it's more of a viewing garden than something that you go into. It's to help dress up that entry. I will say that if we ask them to come back, we, I think like we've done in other design reviews, we have to be more specific of what we're looking to see. Not just, please bring back, back three options. We may say we don't like any of these three. So um, maybe board members, if you could be more specific on what you'd like them to bring back. Um, what type of, like, is there a specific artist that you'd like them to go chat with? Is there um, other murals that you'd like to cite? So specifically, they can have some level of direction from this board. I think that would be very helpful. Or just anything you, whoop, what happened to the? <laughs> oh, it's on your screens. It's on your screen. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, it, what, it, yeah. You know, what is it about this that you found unappealing or unenthusiastic about? And then, then they know kind of what to try to. Yeah, I, mean, I would just say personally for me, I, I um, agree with board member Curtis, like maybe more simple. Um, so I, I'm, I'm not an artist, so I'm not okay. really sure, but um, yeah, I, maybe that would be one of the other two options, like maybe more simple mural, but. Um, I can yeah. offer some. Yeah, please criticism. do. Board <laughs> member Ariza, please. Um, I, I think, uh, this this option has a little bit of a problem with scale uh, as far as trying to be I, I i mean on the inspiration it says that they're looking at native plants and marine life so maybe it's something that represents really their inspiration and in a more i would say natural and organic way perhaps that it's more true to scale perhaps um that that would be my suggestion. Mm -hmm. Oh, board member Curtis. I, I, the thing, maybe something less psychedelic, something more conservative, <laughs> and and something that blends in better rather than than hit you. Wow, there it is. And and I think that 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 would make it blend in better. And the lines of the the lines of the improvements that they're doing on the tower without the mural. Really give it some personality. Then you hit the mural, and it, 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 the mural as it is is a distraction. It takes away rather than adding to it. So something that, that blends, it's conservative, and, and it's pleasing, and I think that the community would buy into it a lot more too, rather than having something that accentuates the fact that, that the tower is there. Make it something that, that blends into the environment rather than stands out from the environment. And this whole dissertation is from somebody whose art is in their feet. So I mean, this is just my initial, <laughs> my initial take on the thing. And, and that's where I'm coming from. Yeah. Thanks. I actually like uh, board member Ariza's comment. Given the, the garden is meant to be this natural garden, I don't know whether it's meditation garden, what it is, maybe, the artwork can somehow, you know, emulate that or help support it and accentuate it. I mean, I'm looking at examples of the art that they've provided in, at other locations, and it's actually all very bold art, but maybe something on the line of, of what you see in the upper right-hand corner, mm -hmm. which is kind of more, you know, plant, and maybe it can emphasize more native plants or something like that could be an option. 
I, I think that's very helpful. Uh, I'm, I'm sure they'll be happy. I mean, this will be helpful. And thank you for speaking about, oh. Sorry. I have one other oh, suggestion yeah. so that they T. can pick, which is something that uh, amplifies the architecture of the building. So when we saw this, whenever we saw this during the pandemic, one of the thoughts is a mural that actually like it painted faux brick on, you know, exposed sections that it's not really brick, it's concrete building, but it could look like there was an exposed section or accentuates the windows and stuff like that where it doesn't need to be more than a third of the surface being dealt with, not the entire surface. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Yes, board member Curtis. You know, with listening to all of the experts on this board, I, 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 what I was trying to say is that it should be something more subtle. And I think that, that, that um, board member Teague and, and, and you, you also, Diana, you also hit it on the head. Something subtle rather than something that's bold and psychedelic that takes away from the building, but really blends into the building. And I guess the adjective that I could think of is subtle. And, and that's okay. Okay. Well, we do have a motion on the floor by Board Member Cineros to return with what two or three different options for staff consideration. Uh, no, I mean for board consideration at a future point. We don't have a second to that motion. So I'll second it. Does, does okay, that board include Curtis approval? It? Does that include approval of the the rest of the plan? Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. So the motion is to approve uh, is a design review, is that what it is? Yeah, approve the design review, but to request that the applicant return with a couple of options for the board's consideration based on the comments provided tonight. And so it moved by board member Cineros and seconded by board member Teague. So roll call? Oh, there's something else? No. You ready? We're ready. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Vice President Hom. Aye. Uh, board members Teague. Uh, it should reflect board member Curtis seconded. Uh, aye. Uh, board member Sahiba. Aye. Uh, board member Ariza. Aye. Board member Cisneros. Aye. And board member Curtis. Aye. Motion passes. Okay. So that'll be continued, um, and we will re-notice it when we're ready to come back. So it's not a date certain. Okay. Okay, be re item will be re-noticed. So we're moving back to dealing with item 4A, which is the draft meeting minutes of February 27th. Uh, board member Teague. Um, I saw also that the minutes last time, uh, the meeting I, I missed, unfortunately, was in a similar style. Is all of the board comments are no longer contained in the minutes. Uh, what that came as a big surprise. Uh, what's going on? Yeah, let me explain. Um, the Sunshine, or the Brown Act and the Sunshine Ordinance, and in Alameda, it's the Alameda Sunshine Ordinance, specifies exactly what needs to be in the minutes. Um, and board comments do not need to be in the minutes. What do need to be in the minutes are board actions. I mean, that's why we bring the minutes to back to the boards to approve. Did we get the action correct? the votes, who voted. Um, 
and really it comes down to with all the boards and commissions, um, we spend an extraordinary amount of time um, just drafting minutes and then revising minutes um, when it's not actually required. And the other thing we have in Alameda is we have a tape and a video of every single meeting, which is archived. So if anybody does want to actually go back and listen to the conversation, uh, that's available. Um, what we, okay. I, it, that, I would so have it's not just the planning board, it's all. I would have appreciated a heads up, hey, this change is being made, yeah. as opposed to it being made and then like, okay, what happened? Yeah, I think we sent out a memo about it to all the boards and commissions. No. Not that I got. Okay, well, we did send it. Um, I know all the boards and commissions were, we, we've had this conversation several times, but it, it's really, it just, it really just comes down. I mean, the main I mean, reason money. was just resources. Yeah, I, I, I totally get it. It just was a surprise. Maybe you could staff just resend it to the planning board again. Oh yeah, sure, we can, yeah. we can redistribute that memo. Yeah, board member Curtis. Well, I, I strongly disagree with, um, with not having board comments in the minutes because the minutes, um, the purpose of the minutes are to reflect what happened in the meeting of significance and to, to, um, to bury significant comments that are made to be a part of the minutes really distorts some of the actions that are there because let's say you have a vote of 5-2. Of, um, of five, four something, two against, and the people that are against it have valid reasons representing people and comments that are made, and these are left out of the minutes and never memorialized because nobody's gonna go through a three hour or four hour meeting. So the minutes, the minutes don't really have the transparency that you wanna have that reflects really what went on in the meeting. And the whole idea of the minutes, like for example, you'll say, I want for the minutes my comment to be put in there because I'm against this or I'm for this because of this, this, and this. And everybody else is against it, you're for it, you want it memorialized, or vice versa. And to take that out of the minutes distorts the minutes. So, you know, do we do, does, does somebody need to go back to the, to, to the, to the council and get that changed? Or does it go through the legal department? Or does it go through the newspapers? Because I think if the people realize, and, and there are a lot of people out there in the different groups in Alameda who rely on the minutes to determine why something was done. And if this is, if this is suppressed, they're not getting the full picture. If I may, um, I guess we don't see it as suppression. Um, it doesn't well, take- you wouldn't. You, no, it doesn't take two to three hours to go through. Me the meetings are all taped. You go on the uh, tapes. You just, you click on the agenda item that you wanna hear, you click on it, and then you can fast forward to any part of the conversation if you need to hear, I mean, we do it all the time at staff. We have to do it constantly, so we're very familiar with how easy it is to go back and listen to a meeting or a particular portion of a meeting. Um, you know, you're, you're paying city staff, in some cases, 20 hours of work to do a set of minutes. And we've got four commissions that we're doing it for. So it's, it's really just comes down to how does this community want to spend its resources? If there's, and then two other things that we've talked about with other commissions. If there is a situation where you're making a recommendation and it's to, a, to the council, for example, and the planning board does this often, 
make it clear to us what it is you want the council to know about your discussion. If it's 3-2 and what, what are the arguments for and against, and we will absolutely put that in the staff report. The other thing um, is if you're, we're not opposed at all to, if, if a commissioner says, please make sure that this statement is in the minutes, we can put it in the minutes. But the amount, I mean, I'm just, it's just, for us, it's really just comes down to the, the cost to the public to pay somebody to listen to the tape and then try to faithfully paraphrase. I don't know if you were here. One time we just said, oh, let's just do it mechanically. We'll just do verbatim and just have a machine do it. The problem was we produced it for the planning board. It was 150 pages. And the planning board at the time was like, I didn't say that. And we're like, yeah, that's exactly what you said. It was verbatim. So it's, there's an art to creating minutes. It, unfortunately, it takes quite a bit of time to do because somebody's listening to the tape, paraphrasing. And then, as you know, when you review, they're paraphrasing. Very often, it's not quite right. And so 99% of the changes that we make to minutes are because we paraphrased what a planning board member said, when in fact the purpose of minutes under the Brown Act is to record the final action. It's not to record the discussion. But you so, know, so staff why is- do, Why do we list each individual speaker? Because the Sunshine Ordinance says Okay, do. that's fine. Is it possible as a sort of a compromise, it's not a perfect compromise, but that's why it's a compromise, can, you put when board discussion begins in terms of a timestamp in the minute. Because oh, you're sure. listening to it in that way, if someone wants to see what the board said, because sometimes we have hours of public testimony and you don't know when the board stuff and it's not easy to fast forward. Um, Absolutely. So if we could add that timestamp, so when board discussion starts for each item, that would help me in terms of reviewing the tape if I needed to. It's not ideal, but I understand the cost saving situation. The other option that we, um, uh, that is available and is into our bylaws or into our um, procedures, if there's a board member that wants their thoughts included in the minutes and you have written them down, sometimes some of you do this, you just send those notes to staff and we'll just attach them to the minutes. This is not, we're not trying to suppress or hide information. It's really about just trying to be more efficient with, with the amount of time. The, the people who do the minutes are the same people who answer the phones, who answer questions about permits. It's, it's just about trying to figure out how to balance all these different tasks. Member Curtis. So what you're saying then is that there are two options, for example, to this discussion. One is that I would say to you, I would like this discussion put into the minutes, or better yet, I can write my summary of what I said, send it to you, and then is it put into the minutes, or is it said, this, the, Curtis's comments are part and parcel to these minutes and are as attachment A. I mean, how is it handled? The latter. It's it, put in it as an attachment. Attached. It would be your attachment to the minutes, which reflects your your position and would be situation. published with the minutes yes okay thank you I, I move approval of these minutes as written okay motion to approve the february 27th meeting minutes do we have a second yes i can second, second by board member ariza so board vote uh vice president hall 
Uh, I abstain. I wasn't at that meeting. Uh, board Member Teague? Yes. Uh, board Member Sahiba? Yes. Uh, board Member Ariza? Aye. Uh, board Member Cisneros? Aye. And Board Member Curtis? Aye. Motion passes. Okay, motion passes. So moving on in the agenda, staff communications, item six. Just wanted to um, provide a memorandum, just giving you a little preview of what's coming in the month of May. We have two big projects, the Reshape Project, which will be on your May 8th agenda, and then the West Midway Project, which will be on the May 22nd agenda. These two projects are located at Alameda Point on city-owned land. They're actually, although they're coming two weeks apart, they actually, they're side by side, and the West Midway project, which is primarily market rate, is providing the funding for all of the infrastructure and the site preparation for the reshape project, which is 309 units of supportive housing. So it's, it's, and these are, and these are two projects that the city has been um, actively working on for many years. Um, the reshape project is a project to replace the 200 units of supportive housing that's been, that have been out there since the late 1990s um, in old Navy housing, which is literally falling apart. Um, and so it's 200 new units for the existing, to replace the existing 200 units in the old housing plus an additional 109 new units to expand the supply of supportive housing um, here in Alameda. Um, there is, um, these are two critical projects to the city's housing element. Site A, which David presented earlier, is already approved. You approved an important parcel map. Um, hopefully, if all goes well and the, and the economy cooperates, um, the Site A project will um, continue to develop housing over the next eight years. And these two projects that are coming to you in May, um, we're hoping to have them built in the next eight years as well. Between the two, that's 1,400 units of the city's 5,300 unit arena for the next eight years. So it's a very important um, contribution to the housing element. It's also very important because this is, this is housing on city-owned land. So this was, as you probably remember from our housing element, program number one where the city said, we are gonna do everything in our power to get these 1,400 units built on our land at Alameda Point during the next eight years. So um, just wanted to, um, you know, two, two big staff reports coming, a lot of material. Um, what you got in, this, in the staff communication was sort of, you know, pieces of the staff reports that are coming. So just to give you a little extra time to look at things. Um, we will be um, sending out the reshape package a week from today for the May 8th meeting. And we can send, we'll send ahead um, the West Midway development plan ahead of the packet, just so you have more time to look through it. And we're keeping other things off those agendas, just so you're not, don't have too much to do each night. Since you mentioned the housing element, What's the status of the rezonings? 
adopted. Have they been fully yeah, adopted? Yeah, we took them, we took them to okay. council simultaneously. So they did the first reading on the night that they approved the, house, uh, the housing element oh, and okay. did the second reading two weeks later. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, no, that was. Okay. Excuse me, uh, President Hong. I have okay. a follow-on question to, to your, your comment. When will our zoning links reflect the change zoning? Because I went and looked and it's all our old stuff. That's a good question. I was looking through the zoning today online and I'm like, oh my God, it's still the old code. I'll check with the city um, clerk. Um, you know, that's all. It goes through the city clerk to our. Yeah, I, I actually had to go to the city council agenda to find the, the, the final. Yeah, you know, um, we have, I mean, obviously we have the whole big strikeout version. I can easily send it to you if it's, if I, you need it. I have that, it's the public doesn't have it. I know, and if you go on the city website, it's not up to date. Okay, any other reports? No, I just, if you had okay. any questions, I just wanted to give you a heads up and answer any questions if you had any. Okay, okay. So moving on to our next item, any board communications? to make any brief announcements on activities, you know, request information, or regarding future agenda items. Okay, no board communication. So now's the time, opportunity for non-agenda public comments. I don't believe we have any, but just thought I'd check. No, we don't have any speakers. No. Okay, with that, uh, seven, 7.54, the meeting's adjourned. That's a record. A new record. <laughs> a new <laughs> record. <Nicely> done. <laughs> by, by 20 minutes. That's beautiful. <laughs> David, how many people did we have on Zoom or? One? Two. Well, Two. Wow. <laughs>